Good morning, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Happiness After Codependency. I'm Marshall Berkshire, and I'm your guide into coming, well, coming back to your well-being, back to knowing who you are, and into creating relationships, prosperity, and peace in your life. After narcissistic abuse, after neglect, after codependency. So today, we're going to be jumping into the topic of identity. So, we're in the How to Heal Your Codependency series right now. And we have touched on safety and building uh, the three zones of safety with emotional, physical, and relational safety. We've touched on the necessity of sanity and being in contact with what is real based on facts, based on patterns of behavior, impact, and results you can detect in your life. Sovereignty, which is all about attain, or connecting to your innate personal authority, your personal power, and your personal autonomy. And then building self-trust by connecting to and acknowledging the innate legitimacy of your experiences, your emotions, your value, your lived reality, things of that nature, as well as moving into trusting and then embodying your natural completeness and then aligning your power, your ability to make choice and action with your well-being, called congruence. And today we move into the identity section of healing codependency, so I'm excited to talk to you guys about that. Before we do that, I need to share this out to the community real fast here. So the community is where you can find additional tools, support, and guidance in your journey beyond codependency through my work. So it's very much focused on my work, my processes. The community is designed around focus of action on things. There's a support component there as well. Um, we have specific threads or specific posts where you can gain support and guidance in your journey. So we are a very different group in the way we operate that allows us to keep things focused and keep things safe and clear for all members involved. Link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. Come check us out. Okay, so identity. What is that? So Identity and how and how to know, love, and be who you are are critical core elements to your freedom, your lasting freedom from codependency, which really translates to your lasting enjoyment of being yourself in the world without pleasing others, without having to accommodate toxic and harmful things in your world, without having to earn or prove your worth to someone, without having to be perfect, without having to fix others or fix yourself, and ultimately, you no longer need to merge with someone else in order to find wholeness, completeness, or sense of value. This is crucial. Uh, what I have found in my journey out of codependency and into my own adulthood was a lot of times the work focused on either regulation of pain, the closure of trauma, and then skills, a lot of skills in communication, boundary management, emotional regulation, uh, conflict management, communication, all that. But they skipped over the identity component. A lot of times the idea of self-worth, self-esteem was passively addressed, but not directly addressed or understood. And so... I have made this a critical focus of my work. And so here we go. So how to know, 
love, and be who you are. So this is going to outline three specific things that are crucial to coming to know, love, and be who you are. And then I'm going to expand on them in the next three episodes. So how we come to know, love, and be who we are depends on three factors. It depends on what I call innate value, uh, innate value, and then knowing your true voice, and then being able to access your vision, your perspective, the way you conceive of yourself. So let's Let's look at what that means here. So innate value is this concept that we are born with intrinsic worth. Intrinsic worth as I'm, I exist, I'm real. This builds on the legitimacy component in the self-trust element of our healing. I have innate legitimacy in my existence. I'm real, I'm here. That means I'm legitimate. Now innate value is an, an intrinsic or inherent component of who we are. This is where we feel and experience a sense of joy, peace, and love, or liking ourselves. That says when we are aligned with innate value, we are attuned to what brings us happiness, what doesn't bring us joy, our boundaries, our own sense of brilliance. Our intuition comes into view because our innate value provides a contrast against what's aligned for us, what is not our innate value becomes a guide but it's also the root of who we truly be now one of the challenges with innate value is that we don't necessarily i don't have a lot of words to describe what it to describe the experience of it other than it tends to bring joy peace clarity and a centeredness to my world now innate value isn't looking to be earned. It doesn't believe that it needs to earn value. It doesn't need to demonstrate that it's worthy. It doesn't need to earn worthiness. Innate value gives up the idea of self-esteem. A lot of times we try to build self-esteem in our world by going out and doing things or, or treating ourselves a certain way. We try to uh, craft or manufacture value in our world. Hi, Pamela. And this is this is a trap. So in self-esteem, the idea is we pump it up. We build our self-esteem. Look what I'm doing. Look what I've done. Look what people like me. Look what people have said about me. We're, we're using what I call transactional value to inflate our sense of self. And then when something happens, it deflates. Like we fail, then the self-esteem collapses. We're always trying to inflate it because it's got an intrinsic flaw in it. The idea is is that you can measure the value. Innate value has no measurement. It just is. And when we lean into trusting this, exploring and discovering this for ourselves, we start to find a world that doesn't require any kind of evaluation of ourselves. So the necessity for self-esteem is no longer required, as well as the power and significance of shame, guilt, and blame are dissolved because they no longer have a role. They're not useful anymore when we deal with innate value. Now, if we want to know who we are and we want to be able to love and be who we are, we must come into knowing our innate value and then learn how to trust it and follow it. That's a component of learning how to identify where you put your value, like someone else's approval, someone else's 
rejection, someone else's love. Bring it home. I call that retrieving one's value, bringing it back to yourself, taking ownership of that value and allowing yourself to occupy the space of that value and learn what impulses, what insights, what personality, what brilliances, what boundaries, what needs and wants show up as you become more of that innate value, which is truly who you are. So innate value is something we learn to experience, to decode, and to recognize in ourselves as we move through the work. That connects us to the second component of knowing, loving, and being who we are, and that is our voice. So we all have two voices running in our head. We have programming. Programming consists of what we've been told to think, what other people think, and what we think we should think. So we have got programming mostly from the past by things we've been through, things we've picked up through our experiences, and things that other people have told us to think, be, or do in our world. Then we have the true voice. Our true voice is a kind of a challenge to get in contact with because we generally don't trust ourselves enough to sense into that voice and understand what it is because it's typically subtle, it's typically opposite of what we think should be going on, and it's going to move us towards doing things and being things that are eventually going to upset or disappoint some people in our world because now we're not being what they want us to be. So our true voice can be a challenge to acknowledge and to follow, but it's crucial that we get in contact with it because it's how we start sensing into our intuition, our gut instinct, our our creativity, ultimately our purpose. What we're here to create and do and be in, in this world is inspired by the combination of being in contact with your innate value your intrinsic worth, and then tuning into and learning what that true voice is for you and following it. So some signals of the true voice, they're going to be somatic. It's going to be in body. So it's not going to be up here in the thoughts. It's going to be down here in the body. It's going to be a sense of things like uh, typically four core expressions, a yes expression towards something, a no expression towards something, a maybe not sure, it needs to be changed, and then a confusion expression. These four expressions allow are, allow you to sense into what your body is trying to tell you in regards to something. This is how you start to know yourself more because you're like, hmm, I like this, I don't like that, I don't want this, I don't like that. Um, that kind of basic attunement goes is the foundation of getting into the more complex discernment about how things work for you, what you want to be investing your time and energy into, what brings you joy, what doesn't. Um, And then ultimately, your fifth expression, which is your intuitive voice, your self-sense, comes through these kinds of sensations where you're like, something's aligned here, something is not. And if we're not anchored in our self-trust, we're not anchored in our safety, our sanity, and our sovereignty, and we don't believe we have intrinsic worth, these kinds of signals are things we're going to ignore, we're going to deny, we're going to try to control. That's why it's set up this way. Because they're going to get you into a position where you can acknowledge this voice and start to follow it. And this is where the third component of knowing, loving, and being who you are comes into play. And this is about vision. 
So I call value, voice, and vision. So when I know my innate value, I can attune to my true voice, and that brings alive the vision. Now, vision is going to incorporate how we perceive ourselves. How do I see myself? Now, if I'm viewing myself through the lens of my intrinsic worth, I'm going to have a strong level of love towards myself, a level of respect and kindness towards myself. If I am following my true voice, I'm going to have a deeper sense of respect, confidence, and trust in myself. And that all shapes this vision. Now, this vision also applies to the things we perceive outside of ourselves, our lived experience, other people, places, and things. Now, if you've ever wondered, what do I want? What do I need? What do I like? What am I supposed to be doing? What are the answers to these situations that show up in my world? This is where you're going to find it. Because when you're attuned to your innate, vo your innate value, you're going to be able to sense what's aligned with you. Your true voice is going to give you guidance and inspiration about what to do with that. And that's going to lead to the vision. You're going to be like, oh, I see that this aligns with me here. Give you an example of this in the real world. So back in 2003, I had a very clear sense of value about what I wanted, to, about who I am and what I was worthy of at that point. And I wanted to be an IT guy. I wanted to be an IT administrator specifically. I could feel it alive in my body. It was something that was really important to me. And I had, I had heard within my own intuition that this was available. I could do this. I could have this. And then I had a vision of what that would be like to have, be, and do that. And so when I accepted it, I actually took action I ended up taking action that got me a job that resulted in this kind of outcome for me. That example I've used over and over in my world to create new things. So I've used it to create the business I run now. I've used it to help guide and shape my own healing. It's like, who do I want to be beyond my codependency? Who would I be without this shame or guilt? These are ways in which we get outside the defined identity we've been built into with with our programming and get more intrinsically connected with who we really want to be and if that's coming from a sense of love care liking ourselves or joy about being who we are we become more aligned with that happiness that well-being that we seek the results that results in relationships we want friendships that fulfill us purpose that we enjoy and direction in our world, in our own lives that we want. So this is how we come to know, love, and be who we are. We've got to first understand our intrinsic innate value, align with it, trust it, and incorporate it, tune into and follow our true voice, and then follow the vision that these combinations create so that we can create what we deserve and what we want in our world. This ends codependency. This ends the need for people-pleasing. It ends the need for proving ourselves for lovability. It ends the need to control because now we're engaged in curiosity, engaged in our own personal power from a foundation of love and joy and respect for ourselves. It ends the need to, to seek out completeness in relationships because we can feel our own wholeness. We trust it and we follow it. Because when we know, love, and be who we are, there's no need to seek ourselves outside of ourselves anymore. This is where we feel calm and peaceful about boundaries we set. We trust our own perceptions and experiences and we follow them. 
this is where we know who to choose and who not to choose in our lives. This is how we determine what we're going to invest our time, energy, and money in. This is where we, we discover more of our own joy, what that really means to us. Because it's not going to be what we see on TV or what other people might teach our joy should be. It becomes something very, very personal, very individual, and very alive in us. And because we trust ourselves, because we know we have our own power and sovereignty, we can follow through on the inspiration that emerges from being aligned with our intrinsic value, the voice that brings alive in us and the vision it gives us. This is how you come to know, love, and be who you are, and ultimately create well-being and happiness in your life. Not easy work initially, because some of this is pretty foreign stuff, but it's intrinsic, um, essential work to becoming free permanently from any need to use codependent tactics to get your needs met. So that's today's training, my friends. Let me know your thoughts below. The healing or the codependency healing system is open for enrollment. Come and join us. Uh, enrollment closes in about uh, just under three weeks. Class starts 15th of August. More information is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. And my five-day codependency healing workshop starts here in about five days. Come and join us. We start this coming Monday. Link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and share this video out, guys, to people you know would benefit from it. And I will see you guys in our next training videos. We dive a little deeper into these concepts. Okay, have a great day, guys.